Yo, what up, motherfuckers? This is episode 45 of the Illogical Sense Podcast, and across from me is my boy, Mr. JC Nuts. What's cracking? What's cracking? And we got my boy, the motherfucking bagger himself, Mr. That's Not Your Move. That's Not Your Move. Hey, say hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) And we got new NBA world champions, the Golden State Warriors. I got kind of entertained. Kind of. I know JC's just feeling a type of way ever since the first episode, but you I actually know, don't feel that bad about it, honestly. You don't feel that bad, but nah. hey, but man. you know, you know what it is. It's because I haven't. Most of my energy's been preserved in this move to LA. Yeah, at that yeah, moment, yeah, 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 so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I just. I, but you know, you wanted to be petty. That would have been just uh, I, icing on the cake. I mean, when you leave. I definitely wanted it, but I feel like I got a good amount. I had a whole year's worth. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I had a great amount. I was, thinking, and once they got KD, it was like if they right. would have blew this lead, you know what? How would have opened the show? Playing uh, Father Stretch My Hands, and it just builds up. <laughs> why, why are you copying my moves? Man? No, no, no. It would have been for you, and okay. then you would have started All right. laughing. All right. For <laughs> but, those who don't, for those who don't know, <laughs> I was Warriors Public Enemy number one. You still are. Um, and when they blew the three-one lead, I was on every social media possible. Hassling every Warriors fan, and I pulled the biggest troll move ever. What was it? They won. Uh, Cavs won on what? Father's Day. Yeah. And then on that, your birthday. The day no, before your birthday. No, my birthday's twenty third. Oh, they won on the nineteenth. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, the following Monday, <laughs> I woke up and I played this, <laughs> and I had the most evil <laughs> laugh playing. <laughs> Matter of fact, I can point out where it was. Like, oh, it's going to come. Just let this play. It's and just going to keep going. This is a reenactment right here. Good <laughs> <laughs> morning, that. Warrior fans. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, was I irritated, of course, but... To me, I mean, to me, I, I was kind of... I wanted an entertaining series, and... <clears throat> Even though it was damn near a sweep, the games were entertaining. They were. They were. Um, regardless of uh, the blowout scores, um, the first halves were always entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for game three. Game three is when it got really exciting. That was the best. Game three was by far. Well, game four was exciting too, kind of. But, I mean, game four was literally do or die for the Cavs. True. Not to say last night wasn't, yeah. but that was at Game three was more, that was a heavyweight fight. Yeah. For all 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I I picked the Cavs to win in six. Um, just going off of seeing uh, the re- and seeing if they could do it, but obviously the Warriors have a four-headed monster led by the second the, best the monsters, bro. Led by the second best player in the league, and I mean I, I, I've said time and time again, KD made a whole ass move, but that doesn't take away from KD the the ball player. And KD the ball player was. Damn near perfection this whole series. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the first player since Shaq to put thirty up in every single game they played in that final series. That was crazy. You know what I mean? And his efficiency level was—I mean, he's shooting over fifty percent, mm. dropping 30, 30 plus. You know what I'm saying? I mean, um, and then you add the fact that you have another little—not even an MVP caliber. You literally have another MVP. On the team and Steph Curry, mm-hmm. and, and so it's, Clay Thompson, uh, yeah, so and Draymond, yeah, like these aren't just Iguodala, the bench, right? And my understanding, going, my thought process going to this was, you, the Warriors have those four, and then they have um, 
Iggy and Livingston come off the bench. But after that, you know, those guys can be intermatched. And I was thinking, you know, Shumpert's here. The Cavs bench, you know, is probably a little better. was definitely not the case. Mm-mm. If anything, their bench looked horrible. Trash. They looked horrible. <sighs> um, it was like every, every time LeBron took the bench, the whole team would just collapse. Right. And the thing is, too, is um, two of my other points were JR and Tristan Thompson. And for the first... Two games, Jr. was nowhere to be found. Three games, and then it took three. Ga- it took game four for Tristan to finally show up. Wait, don't you think it's always weird that Jr. never shows up for the first game one and two for all the whole three year piece? Mm. Like I always see you that. You know, what, I, I never thought of. I didn't think of it in, in that aspect, but I mean, that's just like, the last three games. I mean, he honestly moving forward, I would actually have Jr. come off the bench. Mm-hmm. Not because he's horrible, but because he's that spark of offense to get the bench going. Yeah. He's very Iggy. Right. Um, so, I mean, again, I would have loved to see the Warriors lose and be the first team to blow a 3-0 lead. Um, but it is what it is. So, to all you ho-ass Warriors fans, <laughs> congrats to you and your ho-ass organization. Um, and fuck Thief Nash. Thief That's Nash. actually the thing that pissed me off the That's most your last Jen, night. That's your Jed York. That actually pissed me off the most last night was I forgot Thief Nash was actually on their payroll mm-hmm. until he showed up on screen giving Steve Kerr a hug. And I was cool with the Warriors <laughs> winning. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I wasn't tripping or whatever. It was that image and all hell broke loose for me. I, I, I was letting people text me. I was laughing at texts. When I saw Thief Nash... I text everybody back. <laughs> fuck you and your whole ass organization. I don't give a fuck. Y'all still, Tupac yeah, him, huh? y'all still blew a 3-1 lead. Get the this, hell out of my This is how we're going to do right. it. Fuck, fuck right. Steve Kerr. Fuck Kevin Durant. Fuck the Golden State Warriors as exactly. a staff label. It has a motherfucking exactly. crew. <laughs> and Brandon, Chris, and Nana. Brandon, you especially, because you know how it goes. Chris, <laughs> I know you just a Warriors fan. You don't go to heart, whatever. And Nana, I know you just a KD fan. All three of them are my little brothers when we were all together with the Raiders organization. And you props left, to you guys. You left just in but time. But Brandon, you most of all, get the fuck out my fucking text messages, dog. He gonna keep going. He gonna, he gonna text me last night talking about, don't think I forgot about all those videos you sent through Snapchat. And I was like, nigga, I ain't had Snapchat since March. You ain't fading nobody. And I was like, let's not forget, those messages came as a result of the first year when you guys won, and I went into the damn hotel room when we were at the training camp, and you put the damn Warriors hat on my bed. So that was all just a response. So oh, anything God. he tries to do for, to me at this point, well, you, you're already gone, me. so just, he right. can't, can't phase you. So you won. Me. The troll oh, won. The main troll won. But yeah, again, shouts out to your whole ass Warrior fans, and shout out to the Warriors. You get just give. Them- uh, I will say I'll, I'm I'm glad I will be in LA when they have the parade. <laughs> um, I also want to say. Matt Barnes might be the first uh, NBA player to miss the parade because oh, yeah, he's he going to be driving 30 ass. hours. He's yeah. going to be driving 30 hours drenched in champagne, oh, yeah. listening to 30 hours by Kanye, just to go whoop some more Derek Fisher ass. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to get recouped back for that damn car. Yeah, well, speaking right. of game four, well, fucking, are the Kardashians cursed? That's a little, little rant. Um, I mean, look, Tristan Thompson is what Chloe called out. Is she your yeah, Chloe? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Even then, she's like the more um, sensible Kardashian, right? Well, they're all kind of just weird now, except for Kim. You know, it's a give and take. Mm. How's Kim the better one? Courtney needs the best one. Courtney? Yeah. yeah. Is, um, is Courtney the fat one? No. I actually think Chloe's the better one now. Courtney's the oldest one. Oh. The one that I was already. But as far as this question goes, we, I joked around with it, but uh, 
again, Tristan woke up in game four and game five, so I mean. I mean, I mean then, then the Lakers won championship. Was, was Lamar Odom at that point? I don't know if they were together when we won in 2010. Mm. Um, but I know in 2011, uh, even though, unfortunately, uh, got swept by Mark Cuban's whole ass organization, <laughs> um, he won six man of the year that year. So well, and, and I mean, if you want to point to it, Reggie Bush is really probably the only one you could put over Lamar Odom, Odom, because Reggie's got the Super Bowl ring. Didn't do shit, but he got the he ring. Got it. Okay. And and football is a little bit more forgiving than basketball because there's just there's so many factors that factors go that go into it. Yeah, where, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. What he had a punt return or a kick return or something like he that. He had like or? a kick return. He was like the punt return special team dude. Right. So, but it was good day. during game four. Man, no. during game four, it was an exciting game. Kept going back and forth and shit. And, and you know, everyone was on Twitter. Everyone's on Twitter. So mm-hmm. I'm scrolling through my timeline, and all of a sudden, I see a picture, a naked picture of a random woman, and it was Amber Rose. Oh, and wow. she was naked, and she had her pubes showing and just laying on a staircase. Holy. And I forgot what it said. It didn't matter, but it was like, "Look at me!" And it was like, "Are you fucking everyone?" Everyone on Twitter Everybody collectively just said, "The game is, the game is on. on. Put your damn clothes on." And she's doing it for her fucking. Have slut you seen walk. the picture? No, no. Okay, I'll show you right now. Yeah, and she's doing it for her slut walk again. Now you all know how we feel about this shit. Just yeah, that's what she wore. Uh-huh. She's doing it for attention, as always. She's doing it for attention. She's saying it's for it's for her feminine body. You all know how I feel about the slut walk. Amber Rose's slut walk, not the slut walk. Period. I know the history behind that, but when it comes to Amber Rose, wait, hold on, hold on. I'm not We're buying it. Slut walk. You don't know what the slut walk is? Nope. The history of the slut walk it started in Canada, and pretty much what happened on some college campus is that a girl got raped, and the police officer said if you don't, if you if you wouldn't have dressed like a slut, this wouldn't have happened to you. So ever since then, women got together, feminist women got together, and they did a slut walk, and they're saying, respect our bodies, and all this other stuff. I look like a slut. You know, shit like that. So Amber Rose is saying, respect my body, I'm free, so she's going to have all these girls up there just naked, twerking, saying, I can sleep with any man I want, but I'm I'm a slut. But all this feminist shit, man. She's just an attention whore. That's all the fuck she is. Ladies, to to our lady, lady fan base listening, I want to let you know something right now. I encourage you. To put your sexy on for your man. Yes. Encourage you to be playful. Yes. I encourage all that. Yes. In the regular season, feel free to do it during game 35 of the regular season. Ain't nothing that the NBA, you mean. In the NBA. Not NFL, though. NFL sometimes. Mm. If it's one of them Thursday night games, <clears throat> okay. you, you got yeah. clearance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, if, the, if the Monday night game's kind of boring. Right. You yes, know what I'm saying? I get you. You got clearance to do all that. I'm going to let you know is, something right now. But once is, it hits the postseason... Especially Game Four of the NBA Finals. Damn that! Let's let's just call it what it is. Okay. It could be the opening game to start the playoffs. You keep your damn clothes on until that press conference is over with. Until <laughs> the press conference is straight over with. up. Damn, because you got to get to the memes and all you, the other shit. You got there's memes you got to get to. There's pieces that you got to take to dictate who you're gonna pick in the second game mm-hmm. because we all know it's not just what you do on the court. Yeah. Certain words piss off certain people and they end up balling out. Yeah. Ladies. For some of y'all are going to be like, oh my God, what's the big difference? This and that. Let me ask you something. I guarantee you when you're in the middle of watching your Lifetime movies and your man show up with his dick out, <laughs> you ain't trying to jump on top. 
at all. You telling that man to get the hell out the way and, and you're let watching you finish your movie. You're loving hip hop. You want to keep watching exactly. loving hip hop. You don't want the dick, no dick in your mouth. Exactly. The so fuck? this ain't this ain't got nothing to do with pushing people away. This is just knowing the time. And, and plus, the place. we're not monogamous. We're not no. You know, some perverts or whatever, because you know, or or sexist or whatever. Amber Rose is just a fucking bird. At the end of the day, she's a bird that got money thanks to Kanye. Honestly, I can see how every man is end up leaving her because she's a bird. As a result of this, like, come on, man, you game four. <laughs> Everybody's tuning to this, and all of a sudden, you want to put this on. Exactly. Come on, man. Fuck out of here. I don't know how Wiz dealt with it, but whatever. You ain't got to deal with it no more. And any chick that looks up to Amber Rose, you're a bird, your damn self. You fucking bird. Anyway, speaking of birds, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Nicki Minaj still has some words from Remy Ma. I guess the beef is continuing. I know you're tired of hearing this shit. You're tired of hearing it, but Nicki yep. just, you know, she wants to continue this shit. So, earlier this week, or earlier last week, they did a listening session for 2 Chainz's new album called Girls, what's it, what's it called? All Pretty uh, Girls um, Love Trap Music? Yeah. So, there's a track on there that's featuring Nicki Minaj. And she still has some shit to say to Remy Ma. Now, you know what's been going on, I guess. No, I but anyway, they've been dissing each other. Why? Because they're women. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's just... It's too harsh right there, bro. It's the okay. truth. Women Make hate women. Make them sound irrational. <laughs> <laughs> sound like Agent Smith. The human race is a disease. <laughs> the woman does not know what she wants. She is a disease to this planet. Women hate women. Word to Chris Rock. But anyway... On the on on the track, she said because she still has to, she still feels she won the beef, so she goes and says, "Papoose wrote the ether record while I broke Aretha's record." That's actually a good bar. Hmm. That's actually a good bar. At, mm, that's just trash. Come on now, because I'm not saying any. I'm not. I haven't heard the record, mm-hmm. but that right there is a bar. Mm, but Aretha's record because she broke Aretha Franklin's um, Billboard records, mm-hmm. and. Remy Ma released a diss track to Nicki Minaj called Sheether over the ether beat and destroyed her whole shit. Mm-hmm. So, a few hours after that came out, because it was snippets that came out on Twitter, mm-hmm. Remy Ma released a freestyle over Future's Mask Off freestyle, and she sent some subliminal shots here and there, but it was almost like a warning shot for what was to come. Summer Jam was this past Sunday, and her and Fat Joe were kind of on the stage and all that, right. and she put Nicki Minaj on the Summer Jam screen. It said in memorum, and I was like, "Uh oh." And she brought out Carter B, mm-hmm. Young M A, mm-hmm. Queen Latifah, yep. Lady of Rage. Shout out to the Afro Puff, <laughs> MC, and MC Light, and the had greatest female MC. Which one? MC Light. Oh yeah, of the eighties and the nineties. And and Queen Latifah performed U N I T Y. That's a death blow, man. That's a boss move to perform Unity, and Nikki ain't even on stage for that. And then, as soon as she was done, she performed Sheether. Mm-hmm. Fuck Nikki Minaj! She said that with so much passion. So much passion, so much anger. <laughs> she's done. That's like a... No, nah, she's done. Nikki's done. Done. Like, you can't, you can't argue that. She said she called Unity, and Nikki was not up there. She can't say nothing back. All she can say is that she has a record sales, and that's it. So I scrolled on Twitter, mm. um, and uh, I don't know how Nikki can go about this without having to include what she's already included. What do you mean? We already know she sells. Mm-hmm. She's backed by a conglomerate for a label. Mm-hmm. 
Um, can you even call it a conglomerate anymore? Well, we're not talking about we're not talking about cash money. We're oh, talking, talking about, about Universal. Universal. Oh, okay. All right. Universal is where the banks at. Yeah, of course. So she's backed by a conglomerate. So she's gonna her the numbers are gonna be up there. Not now. The numbers not up there now. She'll still put up numbers for at least this next project because of her name alone. Mm-hmm. But this will be the last time she's gonna be able to do it because everybody else now is gonna be taking notice about it. Because she, what happened was she was able to cross over to that pop region, and she never looked back. Right. So the hip hop community is gonna, you know, fade back. But we know how the pop records mm-hmm. work; they they sell. Mm-hmm. But this was a legitimate boss move by Remy because what it did was it brought the past, which was the queen herself, mm-hmm. uh, Mrs. Uh, Rough and Stuff with her Afro puffs. She didn't perform, but she just brought them out there, right? And, and course, Carter B. That was a boss man, like young female right. MCs. So you like I was saying, so you have the past with them and MC Light. Mm-hmm. You have the present, which mm-hmm. is Remy, and you, had Queen and you Latifah. have what can be considered the future, which is Cardi B and Young and May. And then you had Queen Latifah perform Unity. You the only it? thing that would have set this off completely was if Lil Kim popped. Oh out. yeah, Lil Kim didn't come out. See, you well, forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, come on, man. What, what are we talking about? What now? are we talking about now? What What can Nikki do? She can't do nothing. She her records ain't popping. She's trying to. Pretend she has a relationship with Nas. That shit ain't working. She's trying to pretend like she's going to give money to college people. Okay, that's cool. But what the record's at? They ain't selling. She Just take the L. Hold it. Lick it. Hold it. Nicki Minaj is no longer the queen of hip-hop. I wonder what Nas said when he actually, if, he, if he saw that at the time. Damn, man, that's ill. That's dope. What? <laughs> you know, Nicki was just like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Nah, that's what's going to happen. No. I'm just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just thinking about that because Nas is hip-hop. Nas is the embodiment they just, of hip-hop. So that relationship no, I'm not, but I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about her. Oh, I'm okay. just, his response. Oh, yeah. His response in seeing that would be like, yo, that's, that's, that's Everybody hip-hop. in hip-hop was like, everyone that's a real hip-hop fan know that's a fact. Right. It just only becomes a conflict of interest because apparently he's dealing with Nicki. And only, and only Nicki's only response was, well, Papoose wrote the record. You right. don't got proof of that. So... Yeah, Nick. As of right now, Nicki Minaj is no longer the queen of hip hop, and the BT Awards is gonna set the tone for that. They just better fucking pull the trigger. I mean, if anything, though, to be honest, nobody's really the queen of hip hop right now. That, that that's what I mean. Vac- it's vacant. There's a vacancy. It's vacancy. So I would love for Rhapsody to get that pushed by a major, but we know that's not gonna not happen. Not gonna happen. I would say I would say Tink maybe too. But yeah. Whatever. Yeah. See what else was going on. Uh, there was some speculation that Jay Z was gonna drop a new album. Pretty soon, he still is going to drop a new album. I feel it. Because earlier last week, billboards started popping up all over New York and all over like the world, and it said 444. Hmm. Now, we didn't know what that meant. People were speculating this might be something with Jay-Z and Beyonce because their, their numerology is four and all this right. other shit. But, but pretty much what happened is that during, what, game three, there was a commercial that popped up, and it showed Danny Glover. What was the guy from... Um, Moonlight, the actor can't pronounce his name. Keep talking. Ali, uh, Ali, and Lupita Nyong'o, and like you see the dude from Moonlight. You know who I'm talking about, right? The guy who yeah. won for Best Actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know how to pronounce his name? Oh hell no. Yeah, yeah, you ain't black. Hey, girl, that was your first time. Like, you're black. You don't even know how to pronounce his name. Anyway, hey, I don't know who your audience is. <laughs> it's everybody. It's all around. Mahershala the world. Ali. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Lupita Nyong'o and Danny Glover. And you see Mahershala Ali hitting a boxing glove with music playing in the background. And pretty much, it's an exclusive from Sprint. 
and it's going to be an NC-17 movie. We don't know when it's coming, but Tidal and Sprint came, Sprint came together, and it's going to be on Tidal. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're making movies now? I guess so. Now, we don't know what Jay-Z has to do with this, because Jay-Z's <coughs> about to go on tour in the next few months, like his festival tour. So, And the album is imminent, and... I'm saying you're not going to post like a billboard, a 444 billboards all around the world for a damn NC-17 movie. Like, a whole album is coming. Right. You don't know how, we don't know when, but it's coming. I mean, expect it. I mean, there's been, there's just been too much movement with these albums that have been previously set. Yeah. Like, 2 Chains was supposed to drop at least uh, a while ago. Mm-hmm. Bryce Tiller completely changed his MO and dropped a whole month early. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all know Jay-Z's love relationship with Summer. Yeah. So probably next month. We'll probably hear something next month. We'll see. And speaking of a Glover, Donald Glover is going to retire Childish Gambino. He is. About damn time. I mean about damn time. I like his music. You never liked Childish Gambino. Nope. Did you ever listen to yes, Awaken My Love? Yes, I listened to all this crap. All right. Crap. Except, crap. It. except <laughs> it. There's people who just don't like his music. Get the hell off this show. <laughs> <laughs> This is, not your show. this is not your show. He's like, yeah, crap. <laughs> right. You don't like Redbone? No. I love him as an actor. I love his work at 30 Rock. His work on Atlanta. Edgar got to be in a room with a nice little tenderoni that playing to fully. No, he still won't. He Wait, if, if he comes back, I love Redbone. You're going to know exactly why he loves it. it. You, you haven't heard it? I heard it. I heard it. Okay, but if he ever comes back talking about yo, that's that's actually a good song. So if you're messing thinking. around with chicken, Redbone's playing, you still will hate the song. Well, that's a whole different topic. Right? See, see? Wow. When, when he comes back and he says, "I like that song," we'll know why. If it's the song like I'm fucking a girl with, then I see. We'll, we'll know why. I, well, I guess, but it's about. I, I'm not surprised that you know. Well, if you're messing messing around with female and fireworks. Play in the back, are you gonna complain? <laughs> <laughs> like the WWE shit. <laughs> yes, pyros. <laughs> pyros. No, I mean like the Katy Perry fireworks. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, we're watching Raw right now, and there's your girl Sasha. Thanks. Uh, I'm not surprised that he's doing this though. He did it as a, it was a hobby. Exactly, rapping was just a hobby for him. He just wanted to see if he could do it, and I think around because of the internet is when he got bored and he saw. How hip hop was and right. how he know he could perfect this, and he perfected his musical growth on "Awaken My Love." It's like, where else can he go with that? And honestly, it's great timing. Yeah, I mean, he had a following. I can't. Hang and on now, and after Atlanta popped off, he's getting that Star so Wars saying, money. It's, it's a great timing yeah. because mm-hmm. you know I, I, he can do. Like, he's gonna do one more project, or he's done. he said he's gonna do one more. So he's doing one more project, and then like you said, he's getting that Disney money with Star Wars, yeah, that FX and money, and then he has arguably the highest rated television show on cable right now. And it's gone. It's, and it's on hiatus until next right. year. Right, and he put it on hiatus to so he could do, do Star Wars album, to do Star Wars and then complete this album in the meantime. So it's not like he's just leaving entertainment. Like he, this man's agenda yeah. is it's stacked, stacked. And not just, to not to forget, he's actually a writer within the industry. So yeah. this is so this Hollywood's his main goal. Acting, right. rapping is just whatever for him. rapping, singing, whatever. That's why I got a lot of love for him as an artist mm-hmm. because the the <laughs> artists who see it as uh you only put your effort into your hobbies when you love doing it. yes and he had nothing to prove with this Mm-mm. like absolutely nothing and as a result of that that's why people love his music mm-hmm. he had nothing to prove and come to find out he's actually pretty damn good very good you know what i'm saying like when people were telling me like oh that's donald glover from uh 30, 30 from 30 rock and community i was like I remember okay. the first time I saw and him was I at Rock Cap. the Bells. At Rock the Bells, the first right. time I saw him, I was like, who's the guy with the short-ass pants? 
Oh, that's Donald Glover. Childish Gambino. Okay, whatever. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Did you see the same reaction when you found out about Drake's ass like that? What do you mean about Drake's ass? I already knew he was yeah, rapping. Yeah, because what happened was, I knew he was rapping because before he officially left Degrassi, they had this um, week where they were going behind the scenes with yes, different characters. Yes, you saw that same shit. Yeah, that's and a, they did and, a half an hour special with him, and it was showing his recording process. You're like, oh, he's rapping. And, and back then, that's when a lot of actors right. were singing and rapping, so I didn't really think much of it. And then he had, he saw the connection with Trey songs. He was just uh, in, starting to get in contact with Wayne at that time. And it was just like, and at, at first I was hearing it, and I, and I remember everyone like when I was going to school... People were just going like, oh, yeah, you should listen to this dude, Drake, that guy from Degrassi. Nah, he's a good ass. I'm like, what? Really? Okay. Look at his MySpace page and shit. And then so far, gone happened and nothing was the same. Right. <laughs> shit, I'm trying to find another Drake pun, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take care. And thank you later. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, shout out to Gambino or Glover, whatever you want to be called. You know, whenever you release your new work, whatever. Yeah. And what's his name? Tory fucking Lanes. If you talk yeah. about Drake, go to Tory Lanes. So I guess on Twitter the other night, on Twitter, like something popped up on social media. I guess he went to some expensive ass store, and I guess you know how because when black folks are in there, white people be following you around and shit like that. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You look, you were dazed out. But yeah, they were following him around because they thinking he was stealing. So he wanted to prove them wrong, and he bought over thirty thousand dollars worth of fucking clothing. Right. And he was, you know, gloating about it. Like, yeah, look at all the stuff I made, man. Because this racist motherfucker over here. Ha, ha. One thing I hate about niggas that show your insecurity is when you show how much you bought and how much money you yeah. bought and you floss yeah. about it on social media. That just shows your insecurity. And to um, Tory Lanez, that shit was stupid anyway because you gave them racist motherfuckers money. Yep. $30,000 worth. If you were a G about it, you should have bought it. And right when you were about to walk out, you should have returned the shit. <laughs> That'd have been G. Return to shit. That's pettiness, right there. Oh, exactly. Oh, hey, oh. Well, hey, you want to know? You want to know, know petty? I'd have went back in that mug and I'd have bought everything, everything in coins, <laughs> and made them personally count it. And halfway through counting it, been like, Nah, never mind. I don't want anything. You give it. Give my money back. Exactly. Every that, penny. That's the type of yeah. I'd be penny. Exactly. What a fucking um. Real, you gotta get the wheel. The wheelbarrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna take my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go right to the swap meet. <laughs> you feel me? Well, Tory Lane's no better, especially no better. Extraction. I call him extraction. Triple X extraction. Honestly, the, yo, so you know him. The first time I heard his music was in this video clip, and all I kept thinking was uh. What? All I kept thinking of was uh, Rob Stone. Because, of course, they got the issues going on. Oh, yeah, Rob, Stone. so Rob Stone's the one that did that song. Yeah. Oh, wow. That they, And they got issues. So what happened was I'm <clears throat> watching the flick, and one of my boys, Duan, he's like, yo, as soon as somebody dubs the fight with uh, Chill Bill, all hell's going to break loose. Mm. And so then I put the fight on mute, uh-huh. and I put this on. I swear to God, I was on the floor dying. That shit was funny as hell. Okay, so I, I've heard of Extraction. Is it triple X? Is this your soundtrack of the week? No, it's just the fact that uh, he got knocked out in Rob Stone's in territory when he told him not to come there. Pretty much what happened is that him and Rob Stone had beef, and he told his ass not to show up in San Diego. So Extraction had a fucking chemical extraction. Triple X. Triple X. Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> 
Diesel. Vin Diesel. <laughs> Xavier <laughs> Xavier Woods. Um, so um, he had Professor a, X. Professor X. <laughs> Patrick Stewart. Charles <laughs> <laughs> <Salute> Picard. <laughs> Explosive. <laughs> What? What was that? Anyway, so he was performing. You gonna keep playing that damn song? Hell yeah! Anyway, this is funny as hell. So he kept. So he told him not to show up there. So Extraction was performing, and then motherfucker ran up there like Braun Strowman <laughs> and bum rushed that motherfucker, punched the shit out of him, knocked him out of his fucking I shoes, hit the shit out of him. Was there security there? Or what? There was security, and they jumped that dude, and then they carried him like he was the fucking Passion of the Christ, <laughs> just carried him off the fucking wait, wait, stage. How that was it? It was one hit a quitter. He was knocked the ah! fuck out. Of course, it was a <laughs> what? <laughs> so they carried him like it was Passion of the Christ. They did. They carried him out that bitch <laughs> like it was yeah. Passion of the Christ. <laughs> it was a sneak attack. Right? Well, he, he, got, he got knocked the fuck out. So, you know, I don't know what the point of it, because I never liked that motherfucker interview, even though when he went to jail for abusing his girlfriend or whatever. And he has like a... Dude, he has a following. That's what I'm what. saying. That's more like a cult following. It's a cult following. Is that like the hip-hop version of metal? That they got? That's kind of like what Odd Future was like. Yeah, because I read up on him, and he said something that really was like, yo, this this is a cult, when he's like, my fans should just follow whatever I do and don't ask questions. Like, if you're a real loyal fan, mm-hmm. you just follow everything I say and do. And I'm like, um, um, It says like some, uh, what's it called? What the white people do with the same kind of posse. Oh, you mean the Juggalos? Yeah. So like a Juggalo? Well, he has a he has he has a crazy fan following. I don't know how, but it's because of the internet. Have you listened to his music? Yeah, my little brother's into that shit. I have to tell him, dude, that was garbage in every way. I'm not even talking about musically. I mean, as a human being, the first time I heard the music was five seconds before he got dropped. That's the first time I've heard of his music. I mean, I never really went to look for his music. It's just I didn't really care for him. But if we keep talking about Excedrin, yeah. See, you make for the Karuchi, I make for the ex- extraction. Fucking, he made the um, the freshman list. Yeah, he made the freshman yeah, list. Uh, He's actually doing something, right? So the cover drop. Yeah, no, the label's doing something right. Yeah, this mm. is all label based, as far as I'm concerned. Pretty now, much, but, uh, but pretty much. Shout out to Kamaya, first off. Shout out to the Bay Area. Kamaya, she got the cover. A boogie with the hoodie. I don't know. I, I, um, A boogie with the hoodie. Uh, you got five seconds. He's got two big songs, but I can't remember. Is it Magnolia? Name. That's not Magnolia. That's. No. Playboy Cardi, but Playboy Cardi, he's on there. PNB Rock, um, PNB Rock deserves to be on there. Made in what the hell? Made in oh, Made in Tokyo. That's the guy we saw. That oh, that's the guy we saw. I liked him. He was cool. Okay, Amin. Who the fuck is Amin? I have no idea. Ugly God. I've I heard no of him. Who the hell ugly God. Cap is. Three. If you've seen, no idea if you've seen Cap dope, is. if you've seen dope, you remember? Okay, remember this motherfucker right here? Yeah, yeah, him. The one with the that's okay. Cap Three. Yeah. He, Cap G. Cap G, yeah. And then Kyle. I like Kyle. Oof. I've liked Kyle for years. So who's Kyle? Kyle um, is an independent artist. Uh, remember that artist, uh, they did that troll. Like, he was on stage and he brought out that future lookalike. Yeah. And then they went backstage and he, they're like, they're joking. They're like, he's like, wait, who's future? That's Kyle. Kyle uh, brought, yeah, that was his show. What's the, what, what hot songs he has out? Um, they're not really hot. It's just he's got an underground following. And he's he's done songs with a lot of people. Mm. The oh. I don't understand. It's like it's, it's nice to have Kamaya on this cover, but it's like it, it, who's the last Bay Area person to get that cover? Was it Lil B? Yeah. See, after I am Sue and Sage Gemini, they couldn't put I am Sue, Sage Gemini, or Snow, or what's his name, G Easy. They didn't put none of them niggas on the right. cover, but you got Kamaya, and you know, shout out to Kamaya, shout out to Oakland. You know, Oakland was going dumb because of the Warriors win, but you know. I don't know none of these. I mean, some of them I know, but other half besides Kamaya, I don't know none of them, and I don't think none of them are gonna last. 
Right. Um, like I, it's funny when you look back at all the freshman covers and you see how it just downgrades. I feel old as hell looking at. Yeah, that. bro, That's it sweet. just downgrades every year. It just down. It's like we, the older we got, the more the quality went down. I still say that 2010 class was the best. Who was in class. 2010? My God Almighty, was J. It? Cole, oh, Wiz yes. Khalifa, Big Sean. Um, I thought that was 2011. No, no. 2011 was Ke- uh, Kendrick, Crit, and okay. all those guys. So we got J. Cole, Big Sean, Wiz Khalifa, Freddie Gibbs, mm. um, J. Rock, mm. uh, Donis. Well, Donis hasn't um, even done shit. But hey, at, at the time, at the time, mm. um, and so many um, Pill. Damn, what happened to him? Uh, I, I just remember the two. I up. remember the two thousand nine list. That was a two thousand nine was a good. That list was too. except for Charles Hamilton. I still have hope for him, but it was. Wale, Kid Cudi, Asher Roth, um, Mickey Fax was on there, mm-hmm. Charles Hamilton. Oh, and Nipsey Hussle was a part of the t- 2010 class. Yep. And I feel like, who else was on the 2009 one? Uh, B.O.B. B.O.B., yep. Currency. Currency, yep. Asher Roth. Yep. Ace Hood. Ace Hood, damn. Blue. Damn. That was a good class. That was a... Re- they all a damn near have made a good name for themselves, except for Charles Hamilton. 2009, yeah. 2010, and 2011. I, I... What was in 2012? 2012 was... It wasn't bad. Yeah, French Montana, Future. Okay. Macklemore. Okay. Uh, Machine Gun. Okay. Kid He's... Inc. Okay. Roscoe Dash. Hobson. Okay. And um, Iggy. Yeah, and I remember Don Tripp. Yep. He was on there, and then I'm missing uh, Danny Brown. Yeah, oh, damn. That was a decent class. 2013 was a lot better, though. Yeah. It's just, and, but it's just, and now everyone's anticipating it, and now this year it's just So, like... for those who don't know, real quick, we'll go quick right now, 2013. Uh, Schoolboy Q, Absol, Dizzy Wright, Ooh. Travis Scott, Ooh. Logic, damn. Uh, Joey Badass, Action Bronson, Trinidad. So, in a way, Double XL has a good... They had a good four year. I mean, you even go back to the first one. What about 2015? Who's in 15? T- who's in. <coughs> who was in 2015? I feel like it was somebody. I have 15 right here. 15. Well, I know Ty Dollar Song was on there. That was a 12. Ty Dollar was. 14. Yeah, he was 15. Oh, yeah. I thought it was 14. Nah, he was. Was he? Yeah, that was 14. I don't remember that. No, 13 ish. 13 or 14. Okay, so 15, Rory, Fetty Watt, mm-hmm. Vince Staples, Dej Loaf, um, OG Mako, K Camp, Gold Link, okay. which we all fe- yeah. figured out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kid Kid, back Mm-mm. by G-Unit. Mm-mm. Um, Tink. Nope. Shy uh, Glizzy. Nope. Well, yeah, kind of. So, yeah. I mean, I'd say about 2015. Don't you feel the Double XL freshman? They kind of lost its luster now. Yeah, it's just it's it's just I just feel it's backed by the label, and every time that girl, like the the head charge in Double XL, go on the Breakfast Club and ask and talk about the reasoning why they pick certain artists, they they just keep switching up. Like they were saying, like they felt that Sage Gemini wasn't gonna um, yeah he wasn't gonna be be around for a while, and I'm like what. Or when they said Snow the product couldn't get it because oh she had the votes but you know there wasn't enough room what yeah. but she got but you put Snow but you put fucking Ty Dolla Sign on there like what like they always be like what's the word for it 
flip-flop. Flip-flopping, not flip-flop. But um, contradicting themselves. Yeah. Always. I mean, some people were mad that Mozzie didn't make it. And I was like, well, of course yeah, he Yeah, so this is, okay, this, actually, I'm glad you about that. This is what I remember. They wouldn't give them, bless you, they wouldn't give them the recognition because of all those excuses. Yeah. But then they had Designer, who literally just had one song, and the and only reason why people knew about it was because it was, was Kanye uploaded shit. with Kanye, and they were like, well, he has a lot of upside, and it's like... But what the fuck? Like, Sage Gemini had a number one hit record. He had two records. No, platinum uh, records. Two platinum and records. And it had Justin Bieber on it, on the remix. I Am Sue was on damn near everything, everything. West Coast in 2013 and 14. Yeah, and they didn't put him on there. That was, that was still... I could not believe they didn't put them on that shit. And G-Eazy was on the come up, like... Whatever, they need to respect the bass. So, shout out to Kamaya. Yeah, I don't know how long her longevity is gonna be. I don't want to sound like a hater. I don't know how long she's gonna last, but she's, her her album's gonna come out sometime next month. So at least put a put her stamp. Yeah, put her stamp on the base. So right, shout so. out to shout out to Kamaya for that. But the rest of the niggas, shit. Only time will tell, man. Yeah, they shout all out to Kyle. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> See what else has been going on in this world because that WSL cover was just blotting me. Let's see what else has been going on. So control, oh my God. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. control. Not so, that control. I know. I just wanted to say. <laughs> Not that. The the second artist from TDE for 2017 dropped, and it was SZA. Debut S- album after all the damn all pushbacks and the, the EPs, EP and the little. The quote-unquote Twitter beef with her versus Top Dog and Punch. Mm-hmm. And we finally got the product. And I must say, this was damn near perfection as far as R&B is concerned. Really? It was I, smooth. I was expecting greatness. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Damn. That was a consistently good album all the way through. Yes, it was. I played it though. I was so busy over the weekend. I finally had the opportunity to play it Sunday night, mm-hmm. and I was in awe. Really, I told you the the song. What, what was the song? Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Weekend. That is the side Man. chick anthem of 2017. Man, the weekend, Edgar, not the artist. Okay. <laughs> She's pretty much talking about fucking another girl's man on the weekend. But see, to me, this is why it, it's. <laughs> You can call it that, but see, to me, the writing's a hell of a lot deeper because mm. it's not just I'm messing with somebody in a relationship. It's the fact she actually recognizes the other woman and says, you take these days and I take them these days. Man. He's yours and what's yours is mine type deal. You know, like, her writing was so on point. The, this fir- the opening song when she said that I've been fu- is like, yeah, I've been fucking your, du- your homie while you're in Vegas. As a man, when I heard that, I'm like, you bitch. Right. Until everything gets explained that he's doing her wrong. Yeah, but then and it's like when you but when you first hear well, that. Well, no, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah, it takes you back as a man. Like, shit. But every action has a reaction. True. And so every when she's explaining her point of view, again, I, I don't. Yeah. I'm not one that condones uh, outside relationships or whatever. But there's always... A story that goes in but Doves in the Wind with Kendrick that's a dope ass song that was a good Pussy. one um, <laughs> Love Galore I only heard it once when I saw the video mm-hmm. um, and I thought the, I thought the execution of the video was real good when I actually had time to actually listen to the record mm-hmm. that was a strong record especially for the fact that Travis wasn't really yeah. didn't have to do much but just ride the beat exactly. in like a sing-songy rapping way Broken Clocks is good 
Broken Clock's real good. Drew Barrymore was probably the most. Uh, oh yeah. The most telling song. Yeah. Oh yeah. She released that months ago. Right. And I only heard it once, and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna wait till that. Cause that's how I am. Only listen yeah. to singles, and then I back up off. Yeah. It. No, because this is a different time period now. So. Drew Barrymore was cool. Um, I really enjoyed Prom. Prom, huh? I really enjoyed. I like the vibe of it. I like her vocals. Mm. I I like Prom a lot. So it's like, who would have thought that TDE would drop the best rap album of the year and the best R&B album of 2017? For now, it's we're the halfway point of the year. I mean, all everybody from the labels dropped in the last two and a half years compared to oh, you need to look up um, DJ Booth because our boy Yo dropped (laughs) a good article on TDE and said why it's the best label to go to. I mean, we we talk about the main the main artists obviously, but then they got you got Sir. Who's, oh. who's making his name on the more underground as he's getting his name up. Mm-hmm. And he had a nice 7-8 track EP that dropped out. Um, you got Isaiah Rashad. Isaiah Rashad. Be more like... You know, the caption that I remember the excerpt said, it said, um, it's more Xavier. It's more um, Charles Xavier than Suge Knight. That's TDE. Yeah. <laughs> That's TDE yeah. to the core. So the TDE school of... What's it called? What was the Charles Xavier school for what? Gifted? Gifted. Gifted. Yes, yeah, so you got Sir, and then you got Lance Skywalker, who are kind of like the, damn, who are kind of like two of the unknowns, but I mean, their projects are out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, like, damn, everybody's bro. dropped, like, since 2015, consistently. And, 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 and since it said, it's like a rotation. Right. It's like a rotation. So, right. Schoolboy said he's next up. He said he's almost done. He, he yeah. was on, he was on Snapchat, and he showed, like, he recorded, like, over 40 songs, so he just has to condense it mm-hmm. and all that shit. I mean, in all honesty, the only thing we're missing at this point is Black Hippie. We may never get it, but you gotta hope and pray. Hey, at, at least point, an EP. Yeah, at least something. an EP. Or well, they do the whole, or they you know do the whole we run this shit operation and they drop a a compilation. So we gotta do our halfway point albums of the years because since it's already the halfway point, we already know it's number one. Damn. Yeah. And what was your first thought when you first heard DNA, Edgar? When you first heard that song, the first song off Damn from Kendrick Lamar? Well, it's like I heard the voice of God. (laughs) (laughs) Is he just God now? (laughs) It's like I just heard the voice of God. (laughs) Like so much information, yeah, I couldn't understand one. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, Yeah, uh, next week, I guess next week we can make the full topic of just going in depth with that. uh... But there's only one album. It's just damn. I mean, to be fair though, it's damn. It's that's a, a really strong contribution to this year. It's probably going to be album of the year. Um, but I don't hold other albums up to that because Kendrick's in a he's. If you're going to say Kendrick's in a league of his own, mm-hmm. you can't then yeah, take somebody else's yeah, yeah. art and then try to compare it yeah, to him. Yeah, because that it's not fair, and you're contradicting yourself because so on one hand. That- you're saying he's in a league of his own, but on the other hand, you're still trying to compare. Well, we can say that for next week. We right. can't give it. A, we can't give you guys everything, right, motherfucker? You gotta wait for that. Turn, tune in next week. Anyway, so movies. <coughs> went movie the, time? I went to the movies. Busby at the movies. Hashtag. You can follow that. I saw the Mummy Edgar. Ugh. Was it trash? I mean, I. It was entertaining, but the critics shitted on the shit. It was with Tom Cruise. I guess it was. It's the reboot because they're doing the Dark Universe, yeah. Universal Dark Universe. So they're bringing back all the monsters like Dracula. Wolfman, the Mummy, because right. they bought the rights back and shit. Really? Yeah. So it was. It set up. It pretty much this movie set up the Dark Universe. So it's gonna be like the Marvel oh, Universe no, no, and no, shit. No, no. no more Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So I thought those things were public domain. Those creatures. No, they they got you know the Universal monsters. They bought the rights to it. Oh, what the? 
Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was called the Dark Universe. Yeah, how you know that is when you see the Universal your logo, it turned into the Dark Universe and shit. It was like a whole new logo and everything. I was like, oh. Wow. Oh, yeah, and what's, what's his name? Russell Crowe's in it. He plays Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so it was... Seems it was, like something like a... What's it called? League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right? I think that's what they're going for, pretty much. When you see the... If you ever get to see it, it's like when you see the ending. Yeah, but it got shitted on at the box office. Hmm. So, whatever. Because what came in at number one? What movie's been out? Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, Wonder Woman! Yeah, that was a good one. Well, me and I are going to see it after this shit. I still got to go see it. Um, obviously, I didn't, yeah, man, I know what I'm going to go see this week. All eyes on me. Yep, I will be there front and center. We got to do. You gotta save that review for next week. Yep. And I saw another movie. It comes at night. You heard about that? Yeah, I heard of it. I don't know what it's about. Pretty much, it's like a post-apocalyptic world in the woods. And something's going on. There's something. It. Something. something. <laughs> it's not I don't know what it is, it's, but something. It's something. It's like some disease or whatever. They bring in this family, and uh, it's just—it's like a mystery, shit, mystery and suspense. It's like a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it comes at night. I I would say to watch it because the ending's pretty fucked up. Because you know me, I love fucked up endings. But yeah, you should go see that. And fucking Batman died. Rest in peace to Adam West. Adam uh, West died. Oh, I did not know that. Passed away. Yeah, he uh, passed away on Saturday? Oh, wow. Sunday, I think. Sunday, yes. No, he passed. Yeah, he did pass. Like, somewhere around this weekend, he passed. Oh, 88. 88. 88, yeah. Dude, at this rate, Stan Lee might be next. Mm, I think Stan Lee will outlive all of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still looking the same in everything. Sure, have a whole other Marvel Universe by then. You feel me? <laughs> Shit! Oh, that. I saw the trailer. Uh, did you see the trailer for Black Panther? Yeah, man, fuck! I will be ordering a dashiki hoodie. Wow! And I will be going up in that mug with fried chicken. No, with some authentic African. That's a food. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, man, some authentic African food. That looks pretty dope. African that... food. Shit, like Edgar said this shit about superhero movies. You feel the bubbles about to pop? Oh yeah. Oh, why do you say that? Why do you feel that way? Well, I mean, they exploited it as much as they could, and now, like, the fandom is dying out. I think with Black Panther, though, it's not just about the superhero. It's the fact that this is pretty, for all intents and purposes, this is a black production. All black. And, and they're staying true to the source. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan's in it, too, so he got his little redemption. Right. He's not one of the, you know, Torchman. And, wow. you know, a lot of people are saying, and I fully agree with this stance, that... Hollywood's likely going to take notice of this from here on out. After Get Out and after the success of all the black, other black yeah, productions. They, they, they're honestly, they're, yeah. gonna, they're not going to have any other choice. Because mm-hmm. what was the film um, that got dropped last year where it just completely bombed because they oh. didn't put any black people... The story would have happened, like, I think, Africa. Yeah, Gods in Egypt. Gods in Egypt. It was trash. And it bombed because nobody was going to go see no damn film about Gods in Egypt mm-hmm. without people of color. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's a lot riding on this more than just the the superhero aspect. Mm-hmm. This is gonna be a major film. This is a major film dropping during Black History Month. It's gonna come out in February. February 18th. Ooh, oh, wow. shit! That's wild. This Man, is it's a wow. Gotta... Their marketing is selling itself. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly. They're going to make But pretty much this is all setting up because you know these movies are just set up for yeah. Infinity War. Yeah. And pretty much what they said is that this movie's going to... Infinite War is pretty much going to be what you said. It's going to be when the bubble pops. Because everybody and their fucking mama's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. 
So they said it's going to wrap up Captain America's story, Iron Man's story, everyone's story. And then comes a reboot, and then they're going to treat that like the comic, you know, comic industry. And then fucking, what other movies are going to come out? Justice League is going to be coming out soon. Yeah. And I know you damn. <laughs> yeah. That was like the complete opposite of Black I mean, Panther. Well, like, I mean, yeah. with the... Anyway, I love the Justice League. You know I love the Justice League. With the response to the, with, uh, Wonder DC. Woman, only one can only hope that they follow that that same wavelength. I mean, if after... They, if it's more... Batman vs. Superman than it is Wonder Woman, they gonna have a hell of a problem. I mean, like, fucking... I just don't understand. Like, I, I enjoyed Suicide Squad. Batman vs. Superman, eh. It wasn't as bad as they said. It was okay. Good, it I'm like, J5 told me he, I need to watch the ultimate version, like the director's have cut. No, it's three hours long. I'm not like you watching Lord of the Rings, the director's <laughs> cuts of Lord of the Rings for 5,000 hours. This motherfucker said he watched all the Lord of the Rings... Like the special box editions, back to back, and you started at what twelve o'clock? Started at nine in the morning, didn't get done until eight. You Not even that. Bilbo Baggins, huh? Mm. It's kind of like if you watch the whole Godfather trilogy. Yeah, you watching that? That's a chore. I I don't even do that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, all in one day. All in one day. All in one day. The only as far as I'll go for one day is one and two, and then three doesn't exist. No, three, three exists. Yeah. It's just. Three, honestly, is more of an epilogue. Like, yeah. for those who don't know, and you especially, because yeah, you, I, I don't understand how you've gone this far and you still haven't watched the trilogy. You've seen Back to the Future, nigga? Yes, I have. Okay. What? <laughs> I've told you that. And I said the first one was the only good one. I didn't like the second one, and the third one was... Third one, dark. I can understand. The second one was the fucking... That's yeah. how I learned all my so, cuss words. So the thing with Dad, the, thing with the Godfather is that the third one really only came about because... Um, <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola, uh, he was in need of money. Mm. And Paramount was, of course, at that time, they're exploiting sequels. Mm. And they're like, well, we want you to make Godfather 3. So he's like, fuck it. Whatever. Let's let's do it. And so it was more of an epilogue because the story, for all intents and purposes, the story ended after the second one. Mm. The third one was just more like, okay, this is what's happening afterward. Yeah, I get you. Wait, so okay. the movies to the book. Huh? How true was the book to the movie? Well, the first, the, the first one, there was only one book at the time, and that was the first one. So the second one actually was completely its own thing. Um, the good thing of it is they, they did have uh, Mario Puzo, who was the author of the original Godfather. Um, they had him in for the writing process. Oh, right. So they were still able to you go off of the core content. But part two, that's why part two is legendary in cinema because not only was it it's arguably considered the best sequel in cinema history but it's something where there was really no um source material to go off of and they created this damn masterpiece like it's wonderful Mm -hmm. and then as after the after the third one was made um that's when this new author came out and then he released two more books that were like in between uh one and two and then the third one was in between two and three but did you ever read the book i got you for christmas do you even like? I've gone through it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, how'd you like it? It's awesome. Did you like? Were you reading it, or you just kind of look at? The well, pictures? yeah, because I've, I've read this. I've read the script many, many. But times. did you look at the? Um, but looking at the notes and yeah. then seeing the different pictures that I haven't seen mm-hmm. um, behind the scenes, like that's still a dope mm-hmm. present. Thank you. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not saying that. I was asking if you. No, 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 yeah, 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 no. It's that's that's honestly like. Why well, you buy him that book? You used to. I got you fucking finding Nori, nigga. And then it went on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They never made nothing like that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't. What did, did I know? What do you mean? Did I know who was gonna go on Netflix? No, no. Shit. 
<laughs> Shit, I don't know. Sorry. Shit, sorry. <laughs> but speaking of Netflix, we might as well start talking about Netflix. Fucking, it was, I've, I've been Netflix binging, so or the new season or the new black dropped. I've only gotten on the second episode for the new season. But I still have yet to watch it. You have yet to watch it. You, it's like a chore for you now. Yeah, no, I'm officially getting over that. It's, I have not seen one episode, and at this point in the game, I don't think I will ever. Another show episode. I started, found, I found out I, it was it was on CW, but they put it on Netflix. Riverdale? Yes. Okay, Riverdale is pretty much uh, um, Archie. It's Archie. You ever okay. heard of Archie? Yep. But it's like a more serious tone for it. Okay, hella more serious, and it's like a whole mystery that happened in this shit. And it's it's a it's a teen movie. It's a teen show, like one of them teen dramas. But it's surprisingly good. I really, mean, yeah, really I good. Good things about. Yes, it. you should watch that. I I binge watched that. It's only like thirteen episodes. 13 episodes? Yes, for the first season. And another one I've been watching is F is for Family. You told me about this one. You Bill Burr. One. It's his show. It's pretty much kind of like based off. It's like I call it King of the the R rated version of King of the Hill. Is that a good way to Do you describe it? English, Bubba, you speak English. I guess. Kind of, but just with not not King of the Hill, but just like <laughs> the language and how they just don't is like how to describe it. It's, no, I wouldn't say that because I mean. King of the Hill was like the opposite of what most American sitcoms were at the day. But that's pretty much what F is for Family is no, like. No, no, The difference between Hank and this guy is that Hank was considered a genius compared to the people in his circle. True. This guy's just getting pissed off. He just gets of pissed off all the damn time. But that's a really good show. You should really, y'all should really start watching that. I'm so mm-hmm. glad they put the second season up. There. I mean, there's a reason forever. why they say that. If, when politicians talk about who they want as a voter, they say, I want to get the Hank Hill type of person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, Fair shit. Man. My final word, not my final word, but like, I've been noticing some shit. My my tweets have been popping up on websites, a lot of websites lately. Uh, oh, I know where this is going. Uh, I need to start. I'm the one that showed you. No, but not. But you're not the first one to sell me shit. Anonymous sold me shit. My friends been like sending me shit. People on Twitter let me know like, yo, your shit's on Double XL, and I'm an artist. I need to step my shit up. I need to start getting paid for my tweets. God damn it, y'all need to start asking for my permission and paying me some shit. Like yeah, honestly, man. what you should do, JC, is put your at name. In the Google search, and see, oh, I've done it before. okay, you yeah. see what websites pop up oh, that yeah. used it. Yeah. yeah, that's what I, that's what I used to do, and I saw hella shit just pop up. I saw Double XL, I saw fucking E, I saw fucking BT, I saw like MTV Complex. My tweets pop up everywhere, son. I need to get paid for my shit. I think that's how it works. Well, it needs to. <laughs> Hey, man, I'll set the game off. Trying to get that social media money over here. I need here. to get that stuff. We need to, the Logical Sense Podcast needs some money over here. We need a studio. We need air conditioning. We need some bitches for Edgar to listen to Redbone with. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> just saying, man, I need to get paid for this shit. You need to stop paying me. No more free, Busby. So when you go to my account, it has to lock the account. Like y'all can still look at it, but to use these tweets, you need to pay me. <laughs> so when you like when you try to get when you try to get the code and shit and you put it in right. there, it just pops up with my face saying, Pay me. <laughs> <laughs> Ho ass. <laughs> Bitch ass motherfucker. Right, so what was the tweet that's being used? A lot of tweets. <laughs> for example, it was I sent the card okay, for example, he sent it. It was on double XL. It was on the it was on allhiphop.com on the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, so Busby went on Twitter um during he, game three, game four, three whatever. or whatever. And he quoted uh another tweet and he wrote down, Wow, the Kardashian curse is uh, is really is real, for real. real people or something like that. And then I had my own um I had my own group messenger on Instagram with my homeboys and one of them saw it and he <laughs> Yeah. Forwarded it inside the inbox, and he was like, "Yo, 
you need to tell your boy he needs to start getting paid for this shit. And I was, yeah, like, I was like, what you talking about? And I looked through and I'm like, yo, they legit left your name up and everything. So they we saw your name and all I remember one time, it. I remember one time um, Anonymous, when the Pippa Butterfly came out, he sent me and he said he was just on XXL and it said what hip hop is saying about Kendrick Lamar's The Pippa Butterfly. And he just scrolling and he just kind of scrolled, saw my tweet. He was like, hold up. Went back up and saw it. He sent me the screenshot. I was like, yeah, man, you're the voice of hip hop. Man, don't put that battery in my back, motherfucker. <laughs> me and JC can be the voice of hip-hop. This is the Illogical Sense Podcast. Motherfucker, y'all need to stop paying me. We need to get ads in this shit. We need to start paying bills. Why don't you want to add it with us, Edgar? What? Huh? I don't, anyway. even, know. I don't even know half of the things you guys are talking about. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, the man's got a teddy bear on his fucking head. What, <laughs> the WWE went to the furries now? I don't know, man. Anyway, you got a soundtrack, bro? Of course, I'm still on that G Funk. You still on that G Funk shit? It's huh? summertime, G. True. Well, I mean, officially next week. Well, it's still summer. It's, it's summertime. June. It's just summertime. And next, the 23rd. It's a great day. Yeah, I know. It's my birthday. Oh hell yeah! Uh-huh. But yeah, uh, still in G Funk <laughs> mode. And uh, rest in peace, Nate Dog. Hey. And Warren G. Hey. What I consider Regulator Part Two. Okay. Nobody does it better. I miss Nate Dogg, man. We all do, man. I, I miss Nate Dogg. We so all much. do, man. Summertime's felt so much better with Nate Dogg around. Hmm. Yeah, man. Coast to coast. I'm going to cut me off Michael Jackson. Man, don't spoil the surprise, bro. Hey, because nobody does it better. Yeah, we made it an hour, bro. <laughs> That's good timing. Nobody does it better. Who got those? Yeah, man. I call this regular part two. Mm. Might not have that same hit appeal, yeah. but it's just come on, who doesn't like Warren G and Nate Dogg together? It's exactly. You know, no one does it better than them, bro. Yeah. So since it is summertime, I realized I haven't played a lot of Michael Jackson on my shit. Here you go. Yeah, here we go. See, he's a Prince fan. I'm a Michael fan. Shut your ass up, Edgar. Well, I like I Michael. Michael. Too. Oh, there you go. I like Michael. No, you don't. You're a yes, Prince fan. No, I like Michael. Mm. That's surprised I wanted your mom's well, house. I, I was a Michael fan. I, I don't break after that. I like Michael. You just, no, well, what, what was he's a less talented version of Prince. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> I just took a break from him because they were exploiting his music and everything after his death. Dude, yeah, they're exploiting Eminem's music. I know it's hella random, but you know Despicable Me Two Three or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing Eminem's music in that shit. Mm-hmm. Really? Yes. Yeah. I thought it was Michael. Irony. And and yeah and bad too. Uh-huh. So. Yeah, the irony of Eminem's music getting played for fucking in a children's, in a children's film. film. Like, you know who this nigga is? Oh, well, they were doing that since Sing. So. They're doing that what? Sing, yeah, that too. That's a yeah. children's movie. But anyway, like I was saying, since it's summer, I gotta play some Michael Jackson records, and this is one song on Dangerous. His Michael has un, some underrated, you know, album cuts, especially on Dangerous. So this song is from Dangerous, and it's called "Can't Let Her Get Away," and it go a little something like this. Hey. 
kind of, kind of close with it. <laughs> hey! Kind of like a summertime fling. Shout out to Teddy Riley. For real. Shout out to Teddy Riley. He was like the Quincy Jones for this album, dog. Just a lie. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> oh man. I will say that about Michael. Mm. He always had great chemistry with the lead producer. He sure did. Every producer. It didn't matter who you brought in. Obviously, they had mm. to be talented. They had to know what they were doing. But when you were bringing in those A-listers, after it escape nice with the escape, even though he wasn't on it, t- him and Timberland could have been a great combo. Yeah. You know. Look at the Timbo fucking, um, oh, this is what I forgot to say. On Twitter, fucking, um, they had the musical facts that were out, the musical facts no one really knows. Uh-huh. And I put that all the beats that the Neptunes produced on Justified was supposed to go to Michael. Oh, yeah, yeah. And everyone was shocked about that. They didn't nah, know about I've known that. that for years. Yeah, every, every real fan knows right. that. Uh, and then there's final notes. Uh, Mary J. Blige. This is, this is a cold game. I'm all for fairness. It doesn't matter if you're man or woman. When it comes to the divorce, I feel like, you know, it doesn't matter. If there's no prenup, the breadwinner's got to come out of pocket. Bro. However, I'm also one where I'm on the mind frame of if you creep out on your marriage, mm-hmm. you shouldn't get shit. At all. But it, that didn't matter to the judge because Mary J. Blige is now ordered to pay $30,000 for sponsor. Which I guess is kind of a win because he was seeking out, what, one forty or one fifty thousand a month? Wait, hold on, hold on. Is this in California? It's entertainment industry. So, so I guess probably. probably. Wow. Um, and she has to pay him so he can live oh, up wow. his lifestyle. Yeah. $30,000 a month. Um, <laughs> Nick Gordon. Uh, you don't change the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick, Nick Gordon, the ex-boyfriend of... Uh, Bobby Bobby Christie. Bobby Christie. Um, Got he arre- was arrested for domestic violence with his new girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't say about that. Yeah. And then finally, uh, Derek Fisher... We already talked about him. Well, we mentioned him. Look, I just I want to put it out there again. Fish, I can't defend you no more, dog. <laughs> like there's there's no defending you anymore. You take this man's woman after you were his teammate, his teammate and coach. Wasn't he? Co- no, coaching thankful, too? thankfully. But he was when he was in New York. He was snatching his players' girls too. Damn. You snatch your boy, your your teammate's woman, and then <clears throat> crash his car. Yeah, he drove his car. Flipped it. Not crashed, but flipped, flipped it. it on some Fast and the Furious. If I'm Matt Barnes, I'm already in L.A. right now. Oh, he, he already, as soon as he was done I, celebrating, yeah. he got his bottle. Like you said, in the bottle, <laughs> took the picture, champagne. Took the picture of the, um, what the trophy? I'm picking up Steven Jackson, what, hey. and we headed to L.A. Yeah, he, what drenched. He's still in his shorts yeah. right now. He's still yeah. driving to L.A. as we speak. Drenched. Honestly, I think that's the only Warrior player I feel good for. Matt he got Barnes. his ring. Got his ring. Well, no, it's not like that because it's again, I've I've grown to hate the Warriors just for a long period of time. So, <laughs> but I will always stand behind the fact that that 2017, once they got once that trade went through, I told Warrior fans straight up, I was like, you guys just got to go on a big run. You can make the playoffs, and if you guys make the playoffs, you could actually beat the Mavericks because the Warriors' strengths is the Mavericks' weaknesses. Mm. And hardcore Warriors fans were telling me, nah. You're just overthinking it. It's too much. And I was Yo, like, JC, I, know, bullshit. I know winning basketball. You just because y'all been in the draft lottery for years on and years on out. 
don't mean that I don't know basketball. And that's their weakness. And sure enough, By that's what happened in 2007. And Matt Barnes was on that team. So I feel happy for him because, he again, it's kind of like he solidified, even though he played a small role in this series, it's just he brought that past greatness into the future. And, Didn't um, he play for the Clippers too? He's played for every single California team. Wow. He's actually played for every single team in the Pacific Division. Well, he loved the West Coast. Hey. But fuck it. Yeah. Wait, so you think Ezra Verichel's going to get another ring for this? Oh, he's been gone, though. Yeah, I mean, they got rid of his ass a long time ago. Yeah, but they should still go out ring for No, nah, the only way you get a ring is if you were on the team for more than half the season. And they they dipped his ass, I think, with 20 games into the season or something like that. Yeah. Poor guy. Uh, Mike Brown, he's still getting paid. He didn't pay from both Mike, teams. Man. <laughs> man. I don't like Mike Brown. He's a Lakers. He was a Lakers. He coached for the Lakers. When Kobe I don't like Mike Brown, but I'm never one to discredit somebody counting their paper, man. Count, and count. he's getting. How do you? How do you win a championship with one team and still get a check from the other team that you beat in the finals? That's, That's some shit. Winning, winning. On top of that, we still paying him too. Damn. He's getting three checks. How much is how much is he worth? I don't don't don't, let, don't don't push it. I'm just asking. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm trying to get for credit credits, dude. Don't push it. I'm just asking how much he's getting. Don't paid. push oh, it. Don't know in here. Shit. Oh, and then the one. Oh, the last one. Mm. People, do your homework. Chameleonaire got bankrolled. Oh yeah. Okay? People were wondering why he was here. He was, he was at courtside at that Chameleonaire game. got bankrolled. Yeah, I saw a lot of comments like, "What the hell is Chameleonaire doing in that?" For those who don't know, Chameleonaire used his brain intelligence and realized this rap game don't love you. And in the end, you're really not going to be able to profit off of it unless you're going to make a star. Mm-hmm. So I need to go make my money work for me. And he took his money and he invested it here in Silicon Valley. And for those who don't know, Chameleon there is actually worth $15 million. Whoa. They see me rolling. Yeah. Oh, and they, they hate, hate it. Oh, they hate <laughs> They hate for but, sure. But, you know, no matter how much money you get, Michael Jordan still ain't going to take that picture with you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, nigga. I don't take no pictures with no niggas. I don't take niggas. pictures with niggas. And on that note, that would be episode 45. We halfway to 50, bruh. So we halfway to 50. Like, 45. Like, that's not halfway. Well, well, that's okay. half, half, 45 oh, yeah, is halfway 45. to 90. Duh, shut up, nigga. I'm just, <laughs> well, I'm, we're like, we're almost to 50. How we're, about that? We're 90% through. We we're need 90, another 10%. We need another five episodes. Yeah. There you go. There Man, you go. I, I suck at math. I just know how to count money. Yeah. Well, I right. need to start getting, what? What are you about to say, Edgar? That's my line. What? You just said right there. Oh. <laughs> You're only on here to, to use your voice, not, yeah. not your mind. Not, no. <laughs> not your mind. That's why it's called the illogical sense. Make illogic sense for the, you know. And since the Warriors won, I just, okay. Any any final notes? Any final Again, words? I'm glad I will be in Los Angeles signing my lease when they do the parade. Any final words, Edgar? Nah, I'm good. Well, I'll just say this here. Since the Warriors got their fucking championships... The motherfucking Giants got their fucking championships. Sooner rather than later, the Sharks are going to get that. Raiders looking good. Raiders are about to get it. Oh, what about the A's? A's, they're going to get it too. Maybe. They're going to get it. They're going to get Maybe. it next. Shout out Mark Connor, my homeboy. Yeah. Somebody I went to high school with. Well, all I could say is like my Niners. Mm. Fuck you, Jed York. And we out, bitch ass niggas. Bye.